1: Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
2: Hey, I'm your host, Dr. Yami. I'm a board certified pediatrician, certified health and wellness coach, author, and speaker.
3: We're having broccoli. The more fiber you eat, the healthier your gut is gonna be, and the lower your risk of inflammation from head to toe. Well, hello there, veggie lovers! Happy Sunday!
2: I hope that you are having a very plantastic weekend. I bring to you. A repeat guest, my first repeat guest on Veggie Doctor Radio, Dr. Angie Sadegi. She is so loved because she has such a huge heart and really cares, and plus, she's brilliant. I know you're going to love this episode. But before I get into reintroducing Dr. Angie, I want to remind you about my newsletter if you have not already signed up. I would love it if you did. Two ways to do that dryami.com forward slash sign up or text the word Fiber, F-I-B-E-R, to 66866. In addition, I do have a book that I wrote and I'm very proud of. I would love it if you were interested in reading it. If you picked up a copy, it's called A Parent's Guide to Intuitive Eating, How to Raise Kids Who Love to Eat Healthy. You can find it at all major booksellers. For those that are local to me in Yakima, you can come by my office and pick one up. I'd be happy to dedicate it and sign it for you. If you've already read it, could you please go to Amazon and write a review? I would appreciate it so much. Thank you in advance for doing that, for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Speaking of people who I want to thank, Erin E. H., thank you so much for giving me a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. She titled it Intuitive Eating Episodes. Thank you, Dr. Yami. Your podcasts are a game changer for me and help our family so much. Great information. Thank you. You are welcome, Aaron. And thank you for listening. And thank you for also being a protector of the health for your family because it takes somebody in the family to make that decision that they're going to take time to learn the information and to apply it, to play around with it and find. The right balance in their families. So thank you so much. And final reminder: the information on this podcast is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not meant to replace careful evaluation and treatment. And if you have concerns about you or your child's eating, nutrition, growth, health, consult a physician or a healthcare practitioner. Let me tell you about Dr. Angie Sedeghi. So she is amazing and I love her very much, but she is a diplomat of the American Board of Internal Medicine and a diplomat of the American Board of Gastroenterology. She is a member of the American Society of Bariatric Physicians and an avid fitness competitor. Dr. Angie offers a complete range of services, including treatments for digestive, stomach, esophagus, liver, and colon-related illnesses. She has extensive training from the prestigious University of Southern California, USC, and demonstrates exceptional commitment to excellence in treating diseases of the digestive tract. Combining evidence-based medicine, her expertise in the digestive system, and her passion for physical fitness and nutrition, Dr. Angie has developed a comprehensive approach to helping patients live a healthy life. Dr. Angie is passionate about disease prevention. Yes, she is. I agree so much. You can find Dr. Angie. She is very active on Instagram at angie.sadegi. So that's A-N-G-I-E dot S-A-D-E-G-H-I. And then her website is drangiehealthmd.com. And we'll have those for you listed out on the show notes as well. This conversation is a little bit different because Dr. Angie is a GI doctor. But in this episode, you will learn why she became interested in hormones, why she started applying that to her own life, her own experience, and that of her patients, and what kinds of signs and symptoms she sees in patients that might be having hormonal, imbal- hormonal imbalances, but really how hormones change over time, naturally. So it is a consequence of getting older and you don't necessarily have to sit around and accept that. You can make some changes in your diet, in your lifestyle, but also potentially get your hormones checked and consider bioidentical hormones. So this is a really different conversation than one I've had on the show before. And I think Dr. Angie is the perfect person to talk about it because she wrote a book called The Trifecta of Health. This book you can find on Amazon. And in the book, she discusses nutrition, exercise, but also hormones and how we can optimize those hormones to live the life we want, to feel the way we want, to have more well being and better health. So. I hope that you are very excited to hear this conversation and that you get a lot out of it. And thank you so much for being a listener on Veggie Doctor Radio. I really appreciate having you here every week and bringing you this amazing content. I hope that you have a very plantastic day. And now on to the episode. Dr. Angie Sadeghi, welcome back to Veggie Doctor Radio. You are my very first repeat star guest on the show. So thank you so much. Yay, I feel so special. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> yes, only because you're so amazing. And to our listeners, I, if you haven't already, I want to tell you about episode number 41 That was Dr. Angie's first appearance on Veggie Doctor Radio, which we talked about diet and our gut and why she gave up dairy. So, if you're interested in that, please check out episode number 41. Well, Dr. Angie, congratulations on your book, The Trifecta of Health. I've read it a couple of times. You did such a great job. I especially love chapter two because not only it feels very thorough, but at the same time, you lay it out in a way that's just very understandable, very to the point. I think that this is just a great chapter for anybody that needs to know why eating plants is good for our health. So thank you so much for writing this book. Thank you. So this time we're going to talk about hormones and I want to know more about why you even got interested in this subject. You're a gastroenterologist, you're a GI doctor. So
3: why hormones? Very good question. You know, um I w- one day I was sitting around thinking, you know, what ages us and w- how does nature kill us? Cuz after a while when you're not reproducing, there's really no need for you to be living on this planet earth. And I was thinking about all these funny things in my brain going, "Wow, you know, after you start rep- reproducing, evolution has it that, you know, you you have to die. And how does that happen? How does our body age? How does uh, how does our um quality of life goes down. I was just thinking about all these funny, random things in my brain and I realized, oh, the answer is hormones. Hormones, the lack thereof, ages us and eventually kills us. For example, heart disease, when our estrogen goes down, we get more susceptible to heart disease. As our um, hormones go down, um, our memory changes. As our hormones decline, we become less mobile, um, less interested, we literally become disinterested in life and we um, lose our mojo. So I was thinking, well, if, if part of aging, has to do with decline in hormones why not optimize hormones and stay more youthful and it's not like we um you know we can take our levels back to a youthful level of when we were 25. We don't need to do that but what if we could optimize our hormones in our old age where we feel great and we can have a good quality of life in the latter years right mm-hmm. i mean i was already plant based and i had and i was just like what else right like so i went from eating health un, completely unhealthy pizza and burgers and literally garbage food to vegetarian then 6 years ago plant based i started eating clean and i was exercising and i was like wow this is incredible like the the way i was feeling was night and day compared to the years that i was eating garbage food right so i'm thinking i feel so amazing and i'm like i was feeling like i was 50 and when i turned plant based i was Feeling like I was 25. And I'm like, how do I make this fe- good feeling last? And how do I even feel better? Like, what do I do? And so when I thought about the hormones, I thought about well, the traditional medicine um, medical field waits till you're like t- t- sick to. To treat you, right? I was like, why don't I like look at my hormones and say, see if I can optimize myself and uh feel better, even better. Why not feel like I'm 18? <laughs> so, oh, and then the other thing that was going on with me is I had really bad migraines um, and 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 some PMS symptoms right before my cycles, right? And I was like, I'm done with having migraines. I'm done with feeling like this. Why do I feel like this? There's got to be a hormonal problem, and I can fix that, right? So, I went to two endocrinologists. I, at the time, I was working with two doctors who were endocrinologists, and they wanted to put me on birth control pills. Well, we all know that estrogens and progestins that are in birth control pills can cause um, blood clots, they can cause um, cancer, and I um, really didn't need to be on birth control at the time. And then um, I went to a few other doctors um, who, like GYNs, who wanted to do the same thing. And I was like, you know, I just don't feel comfortable going on these birth control pills. Um, This is ridiculous, you know. And I was like, there's got to be a better way. And then I realized, I, I was talking to my friend Dan Holtz who um, owns Beverly Hills Rejuvenation Center. And he was telling me that in there, they have um, a med spa and they have um, anti-aging medicines. Like what is this anti-aging thing? He said, well, it's not really anti-aging, but it's age management, meaning as we age, we all have, we sustain an age-related decline in hormones. And as that happens, our quality of life changes and we become more fatigued. We become, um, we um, lose our um, brain power. We basically, our bones become weaker and et cetera, et cetera. And so he said in our practice of age management, we optimize those age-related hormones and people feel better I was like this is amazing so I ended up going to A4M this conference in Las Vegas which is all about age management and it basically you get doctors from all over the country all over the world actually and pediatricians OBGYNs um, internists family practitioners you get every specialty because age management is is not about just um, you know um, not just Endocrinologists—they're actually—they're probably uh, th- there are fewer endocrinologists probably than other. Um, uh, They—they—they—they're very rigid. Endocrinologists are very rigid, rigid, in the way they think and they treat people. But other um, there's a there are a lot of gastroenterologists actually a lot a lot of family practitioners and naturopaths actually it attracts very open-minded people who understand that people some people are um, are not getting the help they need from the standard Western-type medicine. Because mm-hmm. um, if you think about it, Dr. Yami, the standard practice in Western medicine, it's sick care, right? It's not about anti-aging. It's not about age management. And we fix quite abnormal levels, right? And we are not willing to deviate from that. But I've, I had patients who would come to me with chronic fatigue where they couldn't move. They literally could, like they said every day, moving is like crawling through sand. That's how they describe it to me, right? And everything looks normal within levels. So what do you do with this patient? You say, oh, it's fibromyalgia, whatever the hell that means. <laughs> and Or, oh, it's just chronic fatigue. And you give them a diagnosis. You feel good because you diagnosed it, but you're not helping them, are you? So they go home feeling terrible again. And so I was realizing that there are patients that are not getting the help they need from me. And I was keeping an open mind. I was like myself one, I was having migraines and I was plant-based and I was you know eating healthy and exercising, I'm like, okay, why am I getting migraines, right? Um, I have patients who cannot go to the bathroom and all their thyroid levels are normal, but they can't go to the bathroom and they're eating a plant-based diet, I'm like, okay, what else could it be? And I was keeping an open mind. I had uh, women with hot flashes where they they could like executives, CEOs, and like very um, high functioning women who are supposed to function at a certain way, but then they age, they hit the age of 50, 51. And They're really, it's disruptive to their life. And the general medicine, they're just like, well, we don't know. It's just menopause, live with it, right? So I was like, there's got to be a way to help these people. I had so many questions. And that's when I started, even though I'm a gastroenterologist, I started getting interested in hormones because as you know, we, like you too, I'm sure we studied hormones in college. And we, I mean, in in medical school, I did rotations in endocrinology. I was an internist. I was treating some of the basic stuff. So it's not like, I don't know anything about hormones. But when I decided to treat people as a whole, not just the GI tract, and I started, started getting interested in, in the hormones, I'm putting it. So that's how it started. That's how I started getting involved in hormone therapy. Wow, that is so
2: amazing. So, so really, it started on an afternoon with a lot of deep thoughts, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> contemplation. Seriously. And then, you know, some personal issues that made you realize there's something else here. There's something deeper. There's something that I want to optimize. So starting at one level, but then going to the next level where you want to optimize, you want to prevent, you want to slow down some of. The natural consequences of just living of life. So yes. wow, super amazing. And I'm so grateful that you went on that journey and wrote this book. So now we can learn about it. So you've kind of you. touched upon some of these things, but what are some common signs and symptoms you see in patients and clients that indicate to you that they may have a hormonal imbalance? What are some of the more typical things that you're seeing?
3: Right. So first of all, tell me how old you are and I'll tell you what hormone imbalances you have. And that applies to 99% of people. So um, look, our um, ovaries um, basically start at age 35. We start having an age-related decline because our ovaries stop working. Um, so basically, um, right around that time, whether you're a man or a woman, for women, it's their ovaries start hypofunctioning, and uh, for men, it's their testicles. So suddenly, at age 35, people start feeling that age-related decline. For men, it's a lack of testosterone. For women, it's a lack of progesterone. Um, and what happens is even though both estrogen and progesterone drop in females, right, it um, progesterone um, drops more precipitously. So there's that estrogen dominance, um, and that causes migraines, that causes irritability, that causes PMS symptoms, depression, anxiety, all of those symptoms that women feel right before their cycle. That a lot of that is estrogen dominance, you know. And in men, their libido goes down, um, their confidence goes down. Um, they start, um, uh, you know, losing muscle mass. They start getting osteoporosis. Now, 35 is when it starts, and then at around age 42, it gets even worse, and then it's just more of a precipitous drop. And then by the age of 50. Men are pretty much very low in testosterone, and females are very much low in both estrogen and progesterone. So, there is—it starts at age thirty-five. It gets worse in your forties, and really bad after age of fifty. Why? Well, I mean, think about it, Dr. Yami. I'm forty-six years old. I can't have any more kids. There's really no reason for me to live now. And in fact, two hundred years ago, um, you and I would not be having this discussion there we wouldn't be i mean because we would have died of an infection some kind of a bacterial infection we would have died during childbirth or in war i mean men died in war and women died in during, due to infections or complications of pregnancy you know so you and i would not be having this discussion and average life expectancy was like 40 years old so now we're living to be 80 90 100 and we're plant based which is an anti-aging truly anti-aging diet it's foreseeable that you and I will be having another one of these pod- podcasts at age 110. Well, you'd be about 100. <laughs> <I'd> be <110. laughs> but the, the point is, though, um, it's possible, right? Because we have the advent of antibiotics, the advent of uh, procedures that, where we can like, prolong people's lives. So are we going to just let nature take its course and our hormones drop and feel like terrible? I mean, after age 50, you have no progesterone, very little progesterone, very little estrogen, very little DHEA, very little pregnenolone, very little thyroid. So, I mean, it's like you get to a point at age 50 where it's like, I don't even want to live to 110. Well, I don't Mm -hmm. want to fall that way, you know, but a lot of people do fall that way. Like they can't, they can't move. Um, They can't like feel, they lose energy right? Mm-hmm. So everybody feels that age-related decline. So either you can live with it, or you could improve your quality of life safely, and there's a way to do it, which is safe. You could improve your um, quality of life by optimizing this these lacking hormones, mm-hmm. okay? So when you hit 50, your ovaries stop working. And some people it's 52, some people it's 48. I mean, there's like variability there, but on average, people stop Uh, the ovaries stop producing estrogen and progesterone at age 50. So what happens is your body is lacking estrogen. So what what happens is the liver produces this aromatase enzyme that goes to the breast tissue, which is the fattiest part of the uh, body usually, and converts fat to estrogen. The local estrogen levels in the breast goes up. And perhaps just saying that could be one of the causes of breast cancer, which is more common in your 50s right? Mm-hmm. Why is it that we get breast cancer in our 50s when, uh, you know, our estrogen levels are at their lowest? One theory is that, well, because the aromatase enzymes start like over, overreacting. And uh, that's why a lot of people in menopause come in with breast tenderness, enlarged breasts suddenly, and, you know, hot flashes because blood estrogen levels go down and yet the breasts become really tender and the local estrogen levels go up. So one theory is that you could actually uh, reduce your risk of cancer even if you are on bioidentical hormone therapy. You know, there's a safe way of doing it and there's an unsafe way of doing it. But I mean, I can go into that. There's a lot to talk about. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. what was your original question? I forgot. (laughs) Well, I think you definitely covered it. The different symptoms. And you know, I think it's hard because
2: you know, when we get a cold, it's very specific. You get runny nose, you, you get a headache, you might get a fever, that kind of thing. But when it comes to hormones, some of these things almost seem like it's, we've accepted it, right? You just feel tired, you just have low energy. You're not sleeping well. And so I think that's why sometimes it might be confusing because some of the symptoms of a hormonal imbalance, when you start dropping these hormones, feel like just Normal life. Like you should just accept it and live with it, just like you were saying earlier. But what you're saying is that it's possible, especially if you're somebody that's getting into your 40s and 50s and you're having more and more of these symptoms, that it actually could be a consequence of aging and that your hormones are naturally coming down. So you don't necessarily just have to accept it. You may need to look into it a little bit further. So let's take a step back because in the book, you know, you talk about testing hormones and supplementing, which we're going to talk about. But before we even get to that part, we need to talk about how our diet affects our hormones. And so that's one of the, the, three pieces of this program is diet. So can you tell us a little bit more about Absolutely. why what we eat is so important to our hormones?
3: Oh my gosh. That's that's my favorite question in the world. And I wish more people asked me that question. A lot of people come in and they say, fix my hormones. And I say, before I fix your hormones and give you exogenous hormones, by the way, exogenous for your listeners mean external hormones p- hormones that are not produced by you but I'm giving to you through medicines. before we do that, you need to uh, try um, you eating a healthy diet to balance your hormones out in the first place before we can use otherwise you you're never it's like you know running your wheels it's not gonna work. Why is that? Well, when you have insulin resistance, you're going to have hormonal dis- imbalances. Um, have you, you, I'm sure, I don't know, do you Do you have a lot of patients with PCOS in your clinic? Not really, because I mostly deal with kids, kids. little kids, but I have some right. teens, but teens, mostly yeah. little kids. <laughs> so Dr. Yami, PCOS is so common in my clinic. I mean, people come to me um, who are in their twenties and thirties and It turns out that there are a lot of people who have PCOS and hormonal imbalances because of their diet. Mm -hmm. Now, that's the first thing you need to do. A lot of these people are estrogen, super estrogen dominant, and it's due to diet. A lot of them have um, insulin resistance and PCOS and high levels of testosterone, which gives them acne and cystic acne on their face. And um, they they have like... um, Abnormal periods, they are tired, they're irritable. There are so many symptoms that are associated with that. Um, But, you know, how can you help that? Well, when you have insulin resistance, and then with PCOS, you know, I look at it as, uh, you know, it's the chicken or egg problem. Did you get PCOS and then get these symptoms, or um, did you have these symptoms? These these symptoms began because of your diet, then you got PCOS. I mean, In my opinion, it starts with a bad diet, then you get um, um, insulin resistance, then you become um, even more estrogen dominant, you get PCOS and endometriosis and all those other things come after that. So Mm -hmm. in my opinion, it starts mostly with a bad diet. So um, when you're eating animal products, you are getting a bunch of hormones that are coming into your body um, that don't belong there. As human beings, I'm I'm believer. I think about everything. As you know, I'm like one of those crazy people who starts thinking about, well, how do I stop aging? And how do I do this? How do I do that? Like, I think about these things. And um, I mean, think about it. We're supposed to be herbivores. When you look at our teeth, when you look at our digestive tract, we are not supposed to be eating meat and dairy. Now, what happens, and we decide, we decide well, we're going to do it anyway because it tastes good. Well, you're getting a bunch of saturated fat, animal saturated fat, that is going to give you insulin resistance because it basically um, disrupts the, um, the insulin receptors, and then you get insulin resistance. What happens when, you're, when you decide to eat dairy and get all that estrogen and progesterone and all that cortisol? Well, what it's going to do is it's going to build up your endometrial, your uterine wall, and you're going to have endometriosis. Um, and what do you, what is, what's going to happen to your endocrine system from the pituitary gland to your ovaries when you're getting all this exogenous hormones that are coming from your diet? Well, it's going to cause disruption. You're going to have an endocrine disruption because of all that hormone. Same thing happens when you basically, um, you know, if you took um, hormones um, in a pill, right? Mm -hmm. They disrupt your endocrine system, like birth control pills, right? They disrupt Mm -hmm. your own endocrine system. Same thing happens if you're getting it at lower doses from your diet. They disrupt your endocrine system. You you can't possibly ingest all those hormones exogenously and expect that nothing bad is going to happen. This is why that the very first thing I tell my patients is I say, start eating a low-fat, whole food plant-based diet. And then they say, Well, can I have avocados? And I say, Yes. By low fat, I mean stop using oils like coconut oil, which is full of saturated fat. Stop using frying everything. Eat whole fats, whole foods, and you know, maybe a little olive oil won't kill you, but but generally speaking, eat a whole food plant-based diet, which is what? Devoid of uh, hormones, Mm -hmm. exogenous hormones. Furthermore, when you eat high fiber diet, which in my opinion is way more than 30 grams per day, which is in my opinion, such a low level, that's the USDA recommends, 30 is nothing, right? You and I get that in a stack. Eat a high fiber diet and uh, fiber has, has a way of actually trapping estrogen in your gut. And so that's why a lot of times fiber regulates your hormones. And so what happens, all these people with um, endometriosis, um, with hormone dysregulation, they get on a whole food plant-based diet and their heavy periods go away, their endometriosis go away, they get pregnant. You, you hear these stories. And of course, we need more studies to prove that a whole food plant-based diet does this. But people become healthier. Mm -hmm. and their PCOS goes away, their endometriosis goes away. I have had so many people get pregnant suddenly and they've spent uh, all this money trying to get pregnant with the IVF doctors and they fix their diet and they fix their hormones, they get pregnant. So it's possible. you know. But step one, fix the diet. Because if you're consuming a bunch of um, animal estrogen and progesterone and cortisol and other hormones, how do you expect to balance your hormones with the bioidenticals? you know, it's not going to happen. You are, you have an endocrine disruption. You have to fix that with diet first naturally. And then if you're still having problems, then you can kind of tweak things a little bit with uh, um, natural hormones, which we will talk about in in a little bit more detail.
2: Yeah. That makes so much sense because we really can't get to the point where we're optimizing if we are daily, every meal, several times a meal, doing things that are throwing our hormones out of control and not allowing us to naturally balance our hormones before we do anything extra. So I think that's important because I think in the United States, we do have that mentality. We want a quick fix. We want something that we can just take and solve all the problems. But when it's three or four or five times a day that we're adding fire to that problem. It's hard to, to do something that's going to regulate it. So, so yeah, thank you for, for talking about that because I think that's so important. And I'm sure that you see people in your office too, because as a gastroenterologist, you deal with a lot of inflammatory bowel disease and those kinds of things. Do you see that there's a link there? So people that come in with inflammatory bowel disease, they have gut dysregulation and they also have hormonal imbalances as well?
3: Absolutely. Um, you know, um, health, I, I'm a firm believer that um, health begins in your gut. And when your gut is unhealthy and you have um, an inflama- inflammatory process going around in your gut, from mouth to anus, anywhere in your gut, if there's inflammation, you're, that's gonna spill into your blood and going. To, it's gonna travel to your eyes, to your joints, to your heart, everything. Everything is affected. Um, an example of that, Dr. Yami, is Crohn's disease. I'm sure you have patients with Crohn's disease because it starts um, when you're very young. Crohn's disease is an inflammatory bowel disease, which affects um, the GI tract from mouth to anus. And what happens is you get, in medical terms, we call it a transmural inflammation. In layman's term, it's a full thickness inflammation of the gut. And what happens is you have a bunch of inflammation that uh, basically travels through the gut wall and it circulates in your body. And so a lot of Crohn's disease patients also have uveitis, which is eye disease. Mm -hmm. A lot of them have um, arthritis, which is joint disease. A lot of them get coronary artery disease. They get all kinds of diseases. Why? Because everything is related. You Mm -hmm. can't just have inflammation in your gut and not have any inflammation anywhere else. So whenever inflammation starts in the gut, it starts traveling everywhere. Everywhere, As long as you have blood supply to an organ, that organ is gonna be affected. So that's why it's very important to heal the gut and make sure that um, there's no inflammation traversing the gut, which we call leaky gut, and into other organs. And that's why a lot of the plant-based doctors like you and I emphasize about the, the the importance of eating a healthy whole food plant based diet why because we know that high fat diet saturated fat causes breakage of the bonds the tight junctions in the gut and what happens is when you do that you also cause um, inflammation in the gut, gut wall and that inflammation travels so that's why we always talk about fiber 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 and we're trying as a team to shift focus from high protein diets to high fiber diets and if Mm -hmm. we could do that and hopefully in the next decade we have accomplished a huge task because of the bodybuilding industry unfortunately our attention is on protein, the most overrated macronutrient in the world. But as as plant-based doctors now, we are actively trying to shift focus to a high-fiber diet. Which what does what does it do? Well, high fiber not only does it um, well, first of all, it repairs repairs those tight junctions that are broken, and it creates um, it puts a damp on the inflammation that's going on, and it repairs the cell. So think of fiber as coming to the rescue, you know, protein, a lot of uh, animal protein and fat, breaking those bonds. Uh, Think of fiber coming in with this cape, like Superman, fixing those bonds and fixing all the damage and decreasing inflammation.
2: Hey humans, I know you wanna eat healthier but feel strapped for time. And even the thought of meal planning and cooking stresses you out. Well, have you considered trying a meal kit service Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well, delivering pre-portioned and prepped quality whole foods with limited processed ingredients. Green Chef sends organic, fresh produce and chef-designed recipes in every box for satisfying, nourishing, and convenient meals that make it easy to stick to a healthy living routine. Find recipes for every lifestyle, including plant-based diets. Green Chef delivers quality whole foods with limited processed ingredients, including low added sugar and sodium smart options. You get to choose from 80-plus flavor-packed options that allow you to take back time in your kitchen with dinner ready in 30 minutes and lunch in 10. Try 15-plus new recipes every week. But here's the best part. Green Chef delivers everything you need to make convenient, wholesome, and delicious meals directly to your doorstep. Each meal kit includes pre-measured ingredients as well as some produce that comes already pre-chopped and custom sauces that are pre-made in-house. They also provide the recipe cards and the meals are really simple to make. It's a delicious, fresh, home-cooked meal without the hassle. What I love the most about Green Chef is that it takes the stress out of cooking. The recipes are easy to follow and everything you need is included so even the less experienced cooks in your house can make a delicious home-cooked meal. It's perfect for those seasons in your life that you're really busy with your kids' sports and school events, hello spring, and time is limited, especially if you want fresh, home cooked, healthy meals to put on the table. So if you're feeling frustrated by the lack of time to eat healthy and you are ready to try Green Chef and see how easily you can integrate it into your healthy lifestyle, go to greenchef.com forward slash I am human five zero. And use code IAMHUMAN50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's greenchef.com forward slash IAMHUMAN50 and use the code IAMHUMAN50 to get 50% off plus 20% off your next two months. Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well. Equilibria is a woman owned wellness brand with products intended to bring your mind and body back in harmony. They consider themselves a by women and for women company, and they now offer a nutrient dense green powder called Daily NutriGreens. Myself and my staff here at Nourish Wellness all tried the Daily Nutrigreens greens and we loved it. The Daily Nutrigreens greens contain an immune antioxidants and detox blend along with prebiotics, probiotics and over 35 fruits and veggies. It also contains other important nutrients such as B12, iron, zinc and selenium. The Daily Greens are certified organic and all you have to do is mix it with water, but you can also easily add to your smoothies, your oatmeal or your baked goods. The daily NutriGreens greens are vegan, gluten-free, and non-GMO. And another bonus is that the packaging is compostable. Yay! When I tried the apple banana daily nutra greens, I was surprised by the pleasant and mild flavor. It was easy to prepare and drink and didn't leave any aftertaste, and I felt great afterwards. It's really easy to create a daily ritual around your green drink. Integrate it into your daily self-care routine. A green powder is one way to fill the gap in daily nutrition and is an easy and convenient way to get in your greens. These powders are a great way to add more nutrients into your diet during busy times, travel, and transitions in life when you don't have time, or access to fresh green veggies. If you're interested in trying Equilibria's Daily Nutri head to myeq.com and use code Yami. that's D-R-Y-A-M-I, for 15% off Equilibria's Daily Nutri and much more. That's myeq.com and use code Yami D-R-Y-A-M-I, at checkout for 15% off site-wide today.
0: At Parker, our purpose is simple.
3: So that's really important, and I'm, I'm putting it in very simple terms, but that is the number one takeaway point right here, right now. And think about fiber attaching to those exo- like extra hormones and taking them out into your poop and basically uh, ex- excreting it, excreting the extra hormones. And also think about fiber fixing that insulin resistance, which gives you PCOS and high blood sugar And um, to, uh, for women, um, you know, Abnormal periods and all that stuff. So anyway, um, I mean, this is very important, and and I think that uh, the more fiber you eat, the healthier your gut is going to be, and the lower your risk of inflammation from head to toe. So that's why I always recommend, and I'm sure you do too, eat a high fiber diet. Yes,
2: yeah, and, and that I think that's why sometimes we sound a little bit crazy because a, a whole food plant based diet can help so many different conditions. And it's because everything is connected and everything is related in the body. And you just gave just like a great example of how whenever you have inflammation in one organ, it can translate into problems everywhere around the body that seems so disconnected, but it really is all connected. Absolutely. That's why it's important to Optimize your diet, first of all, because things that you thought weren't related, maybe are, and you can have mm-hmm. several conditions that heal or improve just from this one change, changing what you 100%. put inside your body. That is so 100%. important.
3: You know, like, for example, I remember in, in residency, when I was doing my rheumatolo- rheumatology rotation, they said that, um, oh yeah, you know, number one killer in lupus patients is coronary artery disease. I'm like, What? coronary artery disease, like, and like rheumatological, like in rheumatology, like you learn that rheumatoid arthritis patients, lupus patients, they actually, they, they die of heart disease. And I was like, why? Well, because of all the vascular inflammation going on, you also get coronary disease from it, you know? So, it, and then I have a friend, Dr. Micah Yu, who's, um, who's um, on, uh, you need to, you should definitely interview him. He's amazing. He puts his patients on a whole food plant-based diet and their joint pain goes away. Their joint, their, their lupus goes away. They go into remission. Their rheumatoid arthritis goes away. And, and by healing the gut, he believes that when you heal your gut, you also reduce your inflammation. And of course, like you said, it's going to manifest as heart disease and other diseases. And you can actually reduce your risk of all those heart disease and all those other diseases that kills patients. I know. So I totally understand. People make fun of me all the time. Like, I used to um, have a friend who was like, every solution is eat a whole food, pan-based diet. Oh, (laughs) let me guess. Whole food, pan-based diet. Like, he literally made fun of me, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know it sounds really funny, and you may think I'm completely crazy, but it's true. Like, think about it. What you put in your mouth matters. You can't just eat garbage and expect beautiful results to come out. You eat healthy the output is going to be health. You eat like garbage, you're going to have a garbage um, health. Your health is going to go to garbage. So, I mean, it's two times two is four. And then, there are the rare exceptions. People mm-hmm. who smoke for 50 years and never get lung cancer. Mm-hmm. There are the people who eat bacon every day and never get heart disease. Yes, I get it. There is that one person you know of, but if you look at statistics, you know, if you look at the EPIC study, you look at the PLCO um, study, you look at the Women's Health Initiative study, when you look at all these epidemiological studies, it's very, very obvious that if you eat healthier and if you don't eat processed meat, if you don't eat as much red meat, you do better than if mm-hmm. you eat like garbage. So I mean, yes, eating a whole food plant based diet is pretty magical. I, I must admit. <laughs> I do too. I'm I'm in that boat with you. But I think that physicians,
2: we ourselves, are part of the problem because. We are so subspecialized. So, you go to a GI doctor or you go to a nephrologist. And so, everything we, we start to think of systems as separate when really it's all connected with one blood system. Inflammation goes all over the body. So, I think together we can start educating people that no, hey, it's all connected. And that's why one way of eating can do so much for your body. Um, so, that's really important. So you've mentioned a couple of times that a whole plant food diet can have anti-aging benefits.
3: Can you explain a little bit more about what you mean by that? Yes. So um, this is Dr. Ornish's work. So what is anti-aging? If, if, if you um, have an age-related decline in hormones, like let's just say you're 50 years old and you don't have any estrogen and you don't have any progesterone, if I gave you estrogen and progesterone, does that reverse your age? No it doesn't reverse your age. What are you doing? You're just managing your age. Meaning, if you're having hot flashes, you stop having hot flashes. If you're um, if you're not getting good sleep and you have insomnia, you get better sleep. Let's just say you're like, most people listening right now are in their 20s and 30s. Let's, for those people, let me give you an example. Let's just say your thyroid is not great and you have Hashimoto from eating unhealthy your whole life and you're 25 and you have, um, Totally de- abnormal thyroid levels. You're constipated. You have dry skin. You have depression. You have anxiety. You have palpitations. You, um, like I said, super constipated. Can't go to the bathroom for days. Um, you have. You were diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome with constipation. All of that stuff is happening. Um, you know. Um, basically, um, I give you thyroid and optimize your thyroid, and you feel better. Is that anti-aging? No. I just it's age management, right? How do you truly, what's the definition of anti-aging versus age management? Anti-aging is if you truly reverse age, right? Age management is if you're feeling like crap and a doctor helps your hormones be more optimized and you feel better. So age management is not the same as anti-aging. So what's the only way you can have anti-aging? It's by eating a whole food plant-based diet. And this is evidence-based because Dr. Ornish did this study where he tested the telomeres. The telomeres are like, like imagine you are having, I just have this thing here right now. Imagine this is uh, like if you have a uh, shoelace. Um, I forgot this podcast is not always visual. So imagine a shoelace and the little plastic caps at the end. The shoelace is the DNA, and the caps are the telomeres. As we age, the telomeres get shorter and shorter. Dr. Orna showed that if you eat a whole food plant-based diet, that these telomeres lengthen. So the only way you can have truly anti-aging is if you lengthen the size of the telomeres. And to this day, that is the only way I know of that you can truly have anti-aging benefits. And so, well, why would would that be? Well, first of all, when you eat a whole food plant-based diet, it's um, it's very high in antioxidants and phytonutrients. So perhaps inflammation in your body, the more inflammation you have, the faster these telomeres get, get chopped at the end. And how do you how do you stop inflammation? Well, you have to eat more the less unhealthy foods and more healthy foods, and you can literally lengthen the size of these telomeres. So the only thing we know known to mankind in order to to uh, basically. Um, uh, truly anti aging is that uh, the, the whole food. And, and you know, every year, Dr. Yami companies come and they say, you know, if you use our collagen or <laughs> I don't know what the heck, like use our UV lights and use this hormone and that hormone, and this is all anti aging. No, there is nothing in that I have looked at. There's no science out there besides the whole food based diet that to this day has shown to eat increase the size of telomeres. And the way to do that is to stop to, to stop the inflammation, and um, by eating all these antioxidant-rich um, foods to actually lengthen. It's the only mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you're aware of anything else that has come on the market that has actually truly been anti-aging besides the whole food pan-based diet. I haven't seen anything.
2: Yeah. No. Well, I've seen some studies on meditation and I think that Dr. Ornish had some of that in his work as well, but definitely it's, it's really flooding your system with those antioxidants, which are very low in processed foods and almost non-existent any in, in animal products. So if you really want to get antioxidants, it has to be through whole plant foods, specifically your herbs and spices, your leafy greens and berries And really any whole plant food has them. And then you can maximize them by getting some of these other more greens and those kinds of things, but really flooding your system with those antioxidant rich nutrient dense foods. That's amazing. All right. So let's talk a little bit more specifically about these hormones. So should everybody get their levels checked? I mean, I feel like you you had mentioned earlier that we learn about hormones in medical school, maybe a little bit in residency, I'm a pediatrician. So I learned what's important for kids and things like that. But then after that, I feel like, just like you said before, really they only get checked if you start having major problems, major dysfunction, and maybe need to change something there in the medical uh, world. So really who should be getting their hormones checked and where can they go to get this done?
3: Well, I mean, whoever wants to feel well. <laughs> I'm very, um, very pro anti, uh, you know, age management and um, feeling well. I think everyone should feel amazing. I, I don't think you should go through life not being able to get out of bed, having um, like prolonged heavy periods and PMS and things like that. Um, but there is a safe way of doing it and there is an unsafe way of doing it. So um, if you wanna feel maxim optimized, if you wanna feel amazing, you should get your hormones checked. However, I have to say, if you're 35 or younger, the chances are, if you're eating a healthy diet and you're feeling well, you're fine. You don't need to necessarily go get your uh, hormones checked. But like I said, I have to emphasize, if you're 35, eating healthy and exercising and feeling well. You don't need to go check your hormones. Mm -hmm. If you're over 35, you're not feeling well. And if something is off, you're fatigued, you have dry skin, you have abnormal periods. If you're a man and you have low libido, if um, you have any problems at all, then you should get your hormones checked. Mm -hmm. So Look, it's 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 very tricky um, because sometimes age doesn't depict when you're going to feel bad. A lot of times, if you're ha- if you've had a bad diet, standard American diet, you could feel like a grandmother at age 22. Mm-hmm. So it's not really doesn't really go by age. But um, if you're doing well and you're eating healthy and you're exercising and you're not feeling badly, it usually doesn't hit you until after 35. You know, so. For anyone young listening who you're not feeling well, get your hormones checked. If you're feeling, if you're after 35 and you're not feeling well and you're doing everything else right, it's probably your hormones. Because um, if you're a female, you're going to have that estrogen dominance and you're not going to feel well. If you're a man after age 35, you're going to start losing muscle mass, your, your libido is going to go down and um, et etc. et cetera. And if you're 50, good luck. I mean, I've never seen a 50-year-old, 50-some-year-old like like even if they eat super healthy, even if they exercise, well, I've seen a few 50-year-olds who do really well, but let's just say 55. I've never seen anyone over the age of 55 who completely feels amazing like they did when they were 25. Um, If they're eating healthy, I I see plant-based people who are 55 who are doing much better than people who are their age, but not eating plant-based, but still you, you just can't i feel great i'll give you an example um estrogen is basically like um undetectable in the blood right so estrogen gives you energy estrogen gives you confidence estrogen is good for your skin right you, you pretty much have none progesterone helps you sleep right progesterone is the yin and yang hormone to estrogen and uh, progesterone relaxes you so a lot of these people have anxiety and they can't sleep they're having hot flashes and they get depressed um, their libido goes down because their testosterone is not there um and their estrogen is not there, and their progesterone is not there. Um, a lot of the, um, the women start getting osteoporosis and, and things like that. Um, and then if you look at the thyroid levels, even though thyroid levels are within normal, it's interesting. When I compare thyroid levels of 20-some-year-olds, if you check free T3, um, for very healthy individuals, free T3 is like 3.5, 4, things like that, like people who have a really strong metabolism, they're the ones who tell you, I can eat whatever I want, I can't get fat. <laughs> um, they usually have free T3. Of, so when you check it thyroid panel, I suggest TSH, free T3, free T4. And then you see the free T3 is like in the threes and the fours. And then you check free T3 of someone who's not feeling well and they're sick and they're like in their 50s and 60s. And they're constipated. I bet you anything, free T3 is like 2.8, and it's still normal, right? I, I'll give you an example of this. I had a patient who came to me, who was diagnosed with um, uh, dementia, depression, anxiety, and she was on Wellbutrin, some um, other antidepressant, and uh, Aricept, and something else. Like, just, just she was numb. Like she couldn't. She had two boys. She's uh, an, an older mom she I think she's fifty one or fifty two and then um and she has two boys in in high school, and she came with her husband because she couldn't even t- talk to me. I mean she was like spaced out like looking around like she couldn't pay attention to what I was saying. She was on these four medicines, and I looked at her thyroid panel that she brought with her. First of all, what was checked was not the right panel, but it was within normal because it wasn't flagged as abnormal, right? And I, I told her, you know, your thyroid is not, not right. I bet you anything I can fix this problem of dementia that you have and depression. And, and her husband laughed. She's like, he's like, no, you don't understand. We've been working with so many specialists and you're a GI doctor. I, we came here for constipation. And I was like, well, you don't understand. It's related. <laughs> you know, the fact that she can't poop for two weeks at a time and she has to use aggressive measures. To have a bowel movement, it's because her thyroid is, is messed up. And plus, if I fix the thyroid, she will have her memory back and she'll get off of these antidepressants and this dementia medicine. They did not believe me. They thought I was crazy. They thought, you know, whatever. I was like, okay, well, can I at least put you on a whole food plant based diet? They're like, okay, we can do that. So I convinced them. I sent them to my dietitian, Dahlia Marin. She saw them and they ate the fiber and she improved as far as the constipation. Um, And she was still like not, she was still constipated, which was a lot better. So then she came back and I was like, um, then I had in the meanwhile had sent the true stuff that I needed, free T3, free T4, TSH. She came back. I was like, look, I can help you. Are you ready? Look, what do you have to lose? You're on four medicines. You're numb. You can't even. And then the other thing I want to add, Dr. Yami, I would spend 45 minutes with her in the room And she would ask the same question, like over and over again, Mm -hmm. like just to teach her how to do one thing was like an impossible. So I was like, I said, like from now on, someone has to come with you and take notes because she would leave and she would call the office back again. Like, how do I do the X, Y, and Z? And I'm like, I just told you. So we would, we dreaded it. Like every time she came, we're like, great, we're going to be here for 45 minutes. She's going to ask the same questions 50 times. And she's going to go home and call because she'll forget everything I said. So I put her on therapy. I put her on liothyronine, which is T3, and uh, levothyroxine, which is T4. And I brought up her T3. Free T3 was 2.1 or something. I brought it up to the threes, and the T4, I got optimized. And I don't care what the TSH is. It doesn't matter because I just need to fix the the, the thyroid hormone, the T3 and T4. TSH drops, I don't care. I want to fix the levels. Dr. Yami, it's incredible. She went to her psychiatrist. She got off of her, um, the Wellbutrin. And then she came back and she got off the second um, antidepressant. I think it was Paxil. I'm not 100% sure. Then she got off of her um, um, uh, Alzheimer's medications. And the last visit I had with her, I've been working with her for over a year and a half. She's now off of all four medicines. And she told me, you saved my life all because of the thyroid. I fixed her thyroid. Now and now she's going regularly to the bathroom. I mean, this is a lady, I, I did a colonoscopy on her and despite that colonoscopy prep, you know, she's like, by the way, really, really thin. She's not a big person. Despite the whole prep, she was still dirty. I had to bring her back on another day to do a colonoscopy because that prep didn't even clean her out. So imagine how constipated she was. She's going every day regularly. This is the same person, all endocrinologists, all family practitioners, all psychiatrists, everyone told her, or your thyroid's within normal. Sometimes you cannot go by normals. Sometimes you have to, like, you know, think outside of the box. And that's where anti-aging medicine is important, or age management uh, medicine is important. And everyone, including uh, 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 dietitians, naturopaths, uh, family practitioners, pediatricians, GI doctors, endocrinologists, everyone should learn about anti-aging medicine or the age management uh, medicine because it's not one specialty. It's everybody's uh, business. If you're a practitioner and you're fixing labs, good luck because you're going to miss a lot of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
2: Well, I mean, that's like, an incredible story because that was a big deal. I mean, the constipation. Yeah. I mean, I love treating constipation because that really affects your quality of life. But she was diagnosed with dementia. Yes. In her 50s. I mean, yes. that is a huge deal. I mean, you have kids in high school and you're like on Alzheimer's medications. I mean, wow, Dr. Angie, you
3: you did save her life. I mean, that's a big, big deal. She was like, she was like d- days out. like she didn't, she was living, but she wasn't really living. She was alive, but she wasn't living. She couldn't go to her son's um football games. You know, she would forget everything that her husband had a full-time job and had to be the mom and the dad. They're, they're like, literally like this, this family was destroyed as a result of this. And people like just were, were like, Oh, your thyroid is normal. And wow. so she freaking got lucky. She walked into my office because I was like, you know I mean? Cause you don't know to go to an age management doctor. She just happened to walk into my office for constipation because her OBGYN sent her to me for the constipation. And I was like, Look, we are we need to look beyond your constipation. I will wow. fix your constipation with diet and thyroid therapy, but I can fix your other things too, which is pretty incredible. She got really like she keeps telling me that she's like, "Thank you for saving my life." Every appointment, she she just thanks me every t- every time. It's pretty incredible. Yeah, yeah, I, I did save her life, literally. And I like, wow. um, you know, so um, so but yeah, I mean, like people, people, I feel like there's such a gap. Um, we know how to fix disease, but we don't know how to like um, fix people who are like they don't have really anything wrong on their labs you know, and they're kind of alive and, and they're not dying of a heart attack, but they're, they don't have a good quality of life as yeah. practitioners. We failed them. Yeah.
2: Well, because our medical system is not set up for that. And our medical system is not great at prevention either. <laughs> you know, like we're really Absolutely. set up for like really sick people. And uh, we're obviously sick and we need to intervene either with medications or with surgery. Okay. So, so there's probably a lot of people listening because I know the age range of my listeners and they're around my age. So thirties, forties, fifties, a lot of women, and they're listening to this and they're like, Oh man, I'm curious now. And I want to get my levels checked. So who, who can they go to for this? Because I feel like a lot of, like you're saying, our primary care physicians may not have this knowledge or may not know what to draw. So where can people go for help for this?
3: Not only do they can they not help, Dr. Yami, they give give you a hard time, and they they go against it and they recommend against it because yes. they're not trained for this. Yes. Um, so like yesterday i ha- I have I have a patient who called me on telemedicine and she's she came, she's so fatigued, she cannot move. But her doctor i said I said, ask your doctor to put you on lietharne. she lives in Missouri, I don't have a Missouri license. I, I said, you need to have your doctor put you on lieharine." he said, I can't do that. I don't feel comfortable doing that. Right. So, you know, and she's from a small town, like it's just a mess. It's, it's a huge mess. And it's sad because um, my hands are tied. I can't help everyone. But here's what I would suggest. Number one, um, well, I can I can coach people on telemedicine. Uh, I can coach them on what to do, but then they have to find an age management doctor near them. There are a lot of places who do bioidentical hormone replacement theory, therapy, BHRT, bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. So um, find a practitioner, please find an MD um, who can do bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. And um and, and basically, um, you know, get the help that you need because you need a you need a, um, a specialist who lives in your state, so they have a, that state license to prescribe these medications or these hormones to you. If you just want general information and uh, like coaching, I'm more than happy to do that on telemedicine, but I can, if you you don't live in California, I can't literally write prescriptions. I can just coach you as to what should be done. I can review labs and coach. But bioidentical hormone age management specialists, they, every major city has it, you know. And um, remember, um, it's best to use bioidentical hormones because the regular, Progestins, which are fake hormones, like synthetic, um, they they and and the estrogens that are fake, they're not bioidentical. They have been linked to cancer, so we don't want to use those. It's very important to use the bioidenticals. These bioidenticals are um, usually um, they come from natural sources, and your body they're very very similar to your own hormones, so your body doesn't generally find them foreign, and they get broken down like within six to eight hours. Versus these progestins. And these pills that you take, these things stay in your body for like up to three months mm-hmm. and your liver like, doesn't even know how to break it down because they're foreign. And um, so they bombard your receptors with um, this, these hormones keep bombarding your receptors. So it's very important to, um, to use bioidentical hormones and find practitioners who feel comfortable doing that. The anti-aging world has exploded in the last 10 years. So people should not have too much of a hard time finding an age management doctor um, around them in most major cities.
2: Okay, so that's great information. So if somebody has labs drawn, they can seek you out. You can do some telemedicine coaching, but you're not able to prescribe the bioidentical Hormones, unless people are actually from California, but from those outside of California, they should be able to find in any major city a medical practitioner who is trained in bioidentical hormone replacement therapy. So that's exactly okay, that's right. Great, great information.
3: Thank you.
2: What do you wish more people knew?
3: Um, number one, I wish that more people knew the benefits of a whole food plant-based diet, again, here we go again, right? But I honestly think that if everyone ate a whole food plant-based diet, about 99, 95% of disease would go away in this country, 45% of the nation is obese. We would not have an obesity problem. Um, our air would be fresher and healthier to breathe, and there would be a lot less torture um, inflicted upon animals. So my, my number one wish, if I had a genie in a bottle, <laughs> my number one wish would be to please um, stop animal agriculture. Everyone eat a whole food plant-based diet. That would be my biggest wish. I love it. Beautiful.
2: Well, let us know how listeners can connect with you and what all of the services that you provide, what can you offer to people, to the listeners out there that want to connect with you?
3: Absolutely. Uh, so I have um, a very active Instagram, angie.sidegi, A-N-G-I-E dot S-A-D-E-G-H-I. My website is Dr. A-N-G-I-E-Health.com. And my uh, phone number at the office is 949 404 4444. Please take note that I have a lot of people emailing me on my website with specific questions. And, um, um, you know, unfortunately, um, I can't sit there and answer those questions because I have to establish a patient doctor relationship. So I, I get. I get um, literally emails that are like two, three pages long. And number one, I don't have the time to read them. And number two, I'm not even reading them. My receptionist, my managers, sees them. And what ends up happening um, is these people are writing me novels. And what happens is she says, hey, make an appointment. So please um, remember, because of HIPAA violations, because of my lack of um, time, I cannot sit there and answer your specific questions. It's it's actually illegal to do that. Um, So please make an appointment. I'm more than happy to to help you, to coach you. Um, But um, yeah, I I can't do that on email or Instagram. (laughs) I'm sure you get a lot of DMs with specific questions.
2: Yes. And don't forget Dr. Sadeghi's book, The Trifecta of Health. You can order on Amazon of your major booksellers. So definitely pick that up. I think it's a great book and it's a pretty quick read too. You know, it's not overwhelming. So definitely something, especially if you have some time on the weekend, pick that up and read that.
3: You know why I wrote a short book? (laughs) Why? I hate long books. I give Seriously. up. So I was like, you know, I just wasn't like your book is nice and, and like, it's not too big. I, it's doable, but some books are so big. You're like, I just can't do it. <laughs> no,
2: it, that's exactly
3: how I feel. And I
2: feel, especially now with modern age, we do have shorter attention spans for totally. real.
3: Though. So totally. I'm like, I've,
2: you know, you have to keep it short and sweet, but, but like what I love about yours is there's no wasted space here. Like it's, it's well utilized. It's very practical thorough information. So thank you so much. The last thing I would love from you, Dr. Angie, is if you can leave my listeners with a call to action for the week, what is one thing that they can do this week to improve their lives?
3: I would say that um, the one thing you can do this week is uh, fill your plate with a whole bunch of fruits and vegetables and double the consumption of whatever fruits you're eating or um, whatever, uh, just like if you're eating two fruits a day, double it up, maybe quadruple it. So a bunch more fruits and different uh, vegetables, a whole bunch of them and keep the dead animals off your plate, keep the dairy off your plate and we'll come to one week of pure healthy eating. I love it. You heard it from Dr.
2: Angie, so you should definitely do it. (laughs) She is the teacher this week. Thank you. Well, Dr. Angie Sadeghi, again, this has been such a pleasure. I know that every time we talk, I feel like we could go on for hours and hours. You have such great information. You have such a wonderful spirit and so much love in your heart. So thank you once again for coming. on Thank you, Dr. Dr. Yami. I
3: love talking to you and you're amazing. And thank you for doing what you're doing. And um, I just, um, I I, I want you, I'm going to post this episode. So could you please um, tell my listeners where they can find you?
2: Oh, absolutely. So I can be found at the Dr. Yami on Instagram and Facebook. And my website is dryami.com spelled out D O C T O R Y A M I.com. But also, uh, I have veggiefitkids.com, which is a great resource for parents that or other family members, or even physicians that are curious about whether it's safe to raise a child on a whole food plant-based diet, uh, the answer is yes. So, but you can find <laughs> more information about that on that website. So thank you very much. And thank I you hope so that much. you have a plantastic day, Dr. Angie.
3: You too, Dr. Yomi. Thank you. I hope that you
2: enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for tuning in. And I look forward to having you back again next week. A very special thank you to the band Rocket Surgeons for permission to use the broccoli song. To find out more about the Rocket Surgeons, please visit their website at Rocketsurgeonsband.com or Facebook at Rocket Surgeons Music. Please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. Also, all of my social media links can be found in the podcast description. Send me a message and let me know what you think of today's podcast sharing is caring please share rate and review my podcast and drop me a line if you have ideas for future episodes thank you once again and have a plantastic day you know how to book
1: flights and hotels